welcome to my podcast. It's called Robin's Fit Nest. I think primarily because of the nesting and my name is Robin and I just thought it would be um, a fun name to call it so that we can all feel like we're in a comforting nest and um, really it's just time to settle down and <laughs> talk about what's top of my mind today. So enjoy. Welcome back. So I've been so, so busy and had various unplanned events. I use that term loosely, um, which has meant that I've not taken the time to get back to this until today. Um, however, I'm so happy to have a moment to think a bit about this and move forward and finally get part two of family roles and dynamics out the door because um, I know I got halfway through and there was so much to say that I did decide to split it into two different podcasts and then of course had it mostly written and thought about but just never got around to finishing it off. Anyway, I've spent time with friends and family, um, which was the impetus for talking about family um, with my kids here. But then following that, um, we had Canadian Thanksgiving, which was a few weeks ago. And during which time I was privileged to spend time with my extended family, my my mom and my sister and et cetera, et cetera, all sorts of relatives and with my partner's parents. Um, following which I also had the great opportunity to spend time a couple of times with my partner's son and his girlfriend who I'd never met. Um, And what really struck me uh, is how heartwarming it is to see the mosaic of family and families, um, our own and others, and to really dig into what it means to each person and to each family and um, how good it has and still does, sorry, not how good, how it has and still does make us the people that we've become in so many ways. I think, obviously, we also move past that and and become our own people. But um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, formation that goes on within family as, uh, you know, in our formative years, and then clearly still in in adulthood. And throughout family is a real um, growing um, spot for us all. I can't think of the right word. Anyway, I'll finish off the family roles, which I started in the previous podcast, um, so that you have the full picture. You may want to listen to the previous one to remember what the first few were. Um, We left off at uh, a label of a family member called the doer. This member of the family takes action and gets things done, therefore the doer. Allowing themselves to just be instead of to do is not an option for them. And um, this means that they may become angry or resentful as they struggle to say no. So they'll always just do it, get it done, never say no, just keep doing it. Not always a great thing, but uh, I think... We can all think of examples of either people we know who are like that or times when we have been that way ourselves, etc. Um, the lost child. 
the lost child, wrestles with strong feelings of loneliness and cravings for love and attention, which may extend into adulthood. This is usually a result of falling between the golden child and the troublemaker. They learn to take care of themselves, not to need or want anything, and may have trouble later in life asking for or receiving support or care from others. Interesting. Um, that was the definition. I can think of examples personally where it wasn't necessarily because of being between the golden child and the troublemaker, but it's somehow you or they get lost in the mix for one reason or another. The clown or mascot. Of course, the funny one deflects from all situations with humor. This is another role, like the peacemaker, that requires reading the room and gauging levels of tension. In adult years, the mascot may have difficulty connecting with negative emotions or conflict, instead deflecting with humor. So deflect, deflect, deflect. Just It's that person who you just can't quite get below that joke to the serious side of them. Anyway, interesting. Um, a couple here are similar and very self-explanatory, the cheerleader and the nurturer. So um, I'll leave those with you. Lastly, the martyr makes sure everyone knows how much he or she is sacrificing for the family. This role often involves guilt-tripping others or sarcastic comments that leave family members feeling as though they owe the martyr something. I'll just pause and uh, let you all think about that one as, as I do. Anyway, different types of, so those are the roles. Um, then as I said previously, and we'll say again, I think different types of family dynamics can influence families and the family roles. So each unit, each family has its own dynamics. A healthy family, is open in communication, emotionally supportive, and shares authority and responsibilities. The descriptions of these types of roles is above, as, as I've already said, um, is interesting. And I'm sure that each and every one of us can place ourselves into at least one of these categories and can probably pin down our other family members and label them as well. But I think, in my opinion, anyway, thinking about it myself, I think it's a good combination. I don't think that there, it's not, yes, some are stronger one role than another. Like it's clearly that's the uh, sort of over overshadowing feeling you get from that or within yourself. Um, but there's definitely a combination, I think, in all of us. Uh, so the overlay, as I just said, of all of this is family dynamics, which um, as I understand and can agree with, is the basis of where our roles within the family stem from. The examples I came across were of five different types of family dynamics, starting with authoritarian. In this example, the family is ruled by one person. The person sets, this person sets all the rules. Those who do not comply are punished. An example would be a parent who gives rules that do not make sense to the child, and when the child tries to talk to the parent about it, he or she is shut down and punished for questioning the rules and not complying. So that is a very extreme example of authoritarian. Uh, 
Number two is competitive. In a competitive family, the members are always in competition to see who can do better than the others. The value being the best and will do whatever it takes to get there. Or they value being the best and will take whatever it takes to get there. An example is siblings who compete to get the best report card. I think without having more information about that, um, it must that must really um, relate primarily to siblings because you certainly wouldn't be competing, I wouldn't imagine, with your parents or, I mean, parents compete with each other. But yeah, again, just a, a part of a family dynamic there. Uh, the third one is uninvolved. An uninvolved family dynamic is harmful and unfair. In this situation, family members are neglected by a member that is either not present or is physically present but does not give them any attention. An example would be a parent who works all the time and spends their time off pursuing their interests instead of spending time with their family. Um, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, fourth is communal. Communal families are those in which every member feels valued and knows that they can share their thoughts and opinions. An example would be a teenager who sits down to talk with their family about something and the parents listen, providing advice without harshness or judgment. Again, pretty self-explanatory and uh, wouldn't that be nice in in families. The last is alliance-based. Alliance-based dynamics occur when some members work together to use other members to get what they want. For example, some siblings may work together to make themselves look good and appear better behaved than the other siblings so that they can get more allowance or some other reward. Yep, I can uh, picture the situation there. Anyway, all this is very interesting and thought-provoking, but I wondered, you know, as I, I, I'm saying here, I wondered what the underlying importance of it all is. In other words, yes, this is all true. It's nice to see what roles are. It's nice to see what different family dynamics are, but why does this even matter? We all know that every family has different roles and dynamics, da-da-da. Um, so I looked up the importance of family. And I think clearly we all probably have our own answers to this question, but it's an interesting subject to think about and to lean into. One thing that I've always told my kids is that family is the most important place to learn to communicate and live with other people, um, to resolve conflicts, to learn to be flexible, to learn both to set and respect boundaries to respect age and wisdom, to support and be supported, and to sometimes realize that although every family is flawed, they are yours. They will always be yours. They will always be there in times of need or sadness. You are inextricably attached. So although some may feel this is a life sentence, um, I like to think that it's a chance to and I just made this up as a little comparison, but I took it and ran with it. It's like a chance to take out the old silver and give it a shine. In other words, the beauty and value is there. It is often tarnished, scratched, sometimes bent, or sometimes even lost or forgotten. Often, 
forgotten and perhaps even obsolete, but when you can gently and lovingly and carefully search to find the beauty and take the hours of time to carefully buff and polish and make it as good and strong and remember how useful it is and what it is for and to truly just put it in a place where you can see and admire all the intricacies, perhaps the memories of the scratches or dents, the history, the timeless beauty despite it all, and just to appreciate how good it looks when it's taken care of. Um, and then of the 10 reasons that I, I researched and found about the importance of family, the most relevant and interesting to me, because there were a lot that were fairly uh, pat answers, I think we would all sort of know and, and it would not be surprised by them, but this was interesting most relevant um, was the first place where children learn how to manage their emotions, interact with others, and communicate. It is also the first setting where kids learn about consequences, either positive or negative. Parents are responsible for guiding their children, providing life lessons that will be remembered for years to come. These lessons form a big part of a person's worldview and how they believe the world works. We take so much for granted in our lives, and it's often when it's gone that we realize how good it was. But in my opinion, it's so important not to wait until then. It is so truly worth the effort to look at all those family members, family member memories, and family dynamics, and realize how beautiful they are in their own way, and how they each have a role in our life, and how if nurtured and gently and carefully looked after, we can learn so much from working with this beautiful clay we've been given to sculpture into our family or form into our family and to perhaps softly change dynamics, to learn from conflicts and take what we've learned and use it in life, but in a positive, not a negative way. Anyway, I'm rambling on. It all sounds very cliched and I'm fully aware that it isn't easy much of the time. However, think on, think carefully, see the bigger picture, see the rosy picture and the pink horizon. I think this is another subject that so, so much more could be said about, but I will stop here and leave you with two short quotes. The first is from George Burns and uh, did make me chuckle. Happiness is having a large, loving, caring, close-knit family in another city. <laughs> and the second is by an author, Rick Riordan, who I must admit I've never heard of, but I liked his quote. Families are mess messy. Immortal families are eternally messy. Sometimes the best we can do is to remind each other that we're related for better or for worse and try to keep the maiming and killing to a mi minimum. So on that note, have a good week and I'll be back next weekend. Oh, before you go, also, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please let me know and share this podcast with everybody. And also, um, find me on Instagram at Robin's Fitness. Okay, thanks. Bye.